Let's Talk Ministry with Pastor Dennis Martin, where we talk everything and all things ministry. Thank you so much for joining me uh, on tonight. I want to share with you and uh, something that I believe is going to bless you. And tonight we're going to talk about, uh, we want to talk about hurt. And so I want everyone, I want you to share with your followers. I want you to join in tonight. Join me tonight as we're sharing and as we are uh, just going to be dealing with some things that I believe is going to be very important. So I want you to come on in and let's talk about it tonight. Uh, And I'm going to again get started here in just a moment because I believe it's going to bless each and every one of you that will hear it tonight. Now, let me first of all say that um, unless you've been somewhere hiding under a rock or you've been somewhere unconscious for the last couple of days, we've heard a lot about church hurt. And the reason we've heard about it because of the singer Leandra Johnson that posted a video and talked about church hurt. And so everyone has been chiming in on church hurt, whether it's been on Facebook, YouTube, or whatever it's been, everyone's been talking about uh, dealing with church hurt and dealing with those things. And so tonight, I want to deal with them. And for those of you that will watch this later, have some on the West Coast that will watch it, some of you on the East Coast will watch it later and give comments. I want you to feel free to give your comments tonight as we talk about hurt. I'm not necessarily going to be dealing with church hurt. I will be dealing with that a little bit at the end, but not necessarily in the front of this. I want to deal with that at the end because I believe that it is so important that we deal with the subject matter itself and uh, deal with with hurt and all those things that go along with it. And so let me uh, just for uh, the next few minutes deal with this as much as possible. Uh, Again, for the last couple of days, we've heard about church hurt. But I want to deal with tonight hurt, period. I don't want to deal with just church hurt. I want to deal with hurt, period. And I believe that hurt is something that has affected all of our lives, just not in church, but all the way across the board. In totality, we have dealt with hurt one way or the other, whether you've dealt with it early on or whether you're dealing with it now, whether you're dealing with rejection, whatever it may be, you're dealing with that. And I'm sure there's not one person that's viewing this that can actually say, well, uh, Pastor Martin, I I haven't been hurt. Uh, I don't know what it is to be hurt. I don't know anything about uh, being hurt. I I, I just can't uh, put my finger on it. But I want to tell you that uh, you can be hurt and it just doesn't have to be church. It can be a lot of things. I think hurt sometimes really is almost a part of life. Uh, But we have to deal with hurt Uh, from different angles to understand that there are different kinds of hurt. All hurt is not the same, even though it is hurt. All hurt is not the same. And so we have to deal with it from a different perspective. Uh, When you look at hurt, uh, you can look at hurt and deal with hurt. When you first say that things have hurt me, I say again that all hurt is not the same. When you look at it from a physical standpoint, you'll notice that when they send you to the hospital, when they take you to the doctor, to the hospital, and you've been physically injured, the hospital does not handle every hurt the same. The hospital does not handle every injury the same. They don't tag it the same. They don't look at it the same. When they deal with hurt, when they deal with injuries physically now, and we can apply this even emotionally, but they don't deal with it the same. In other words, 
when you go in, you find them. And sometimes people say, well, how are they doing? And the terminology that they use in hospitals, the terminology that they use give you to understand how critical a person may be. Those of you that's been in the hospital, that's been in pain and you've been hurting, there's on the board, they tell you to uh, tell them each day how much pain you're in from one to 10. And that 10 being the most severe pain or the most severe hurt and then sometimes they'll tell you, well, uh, you might say, I'm only hurting two. But if it's severe hurting and pain, they'll give you a different type of medication to uh, deal with that particular uh, pain. So again, I say when you look at it, uh, there are different terminologies that they use and terms that they use when a person is injured or hurt physically. One of you hear them say, well, how, how, is, how are they doing? They were in an accident or they were hurt. And you hear them say they're in critical condition. Now, when you hear them say they're in critical condition, you know that that is something serious that is taking place. When you hear them say they're in serious condition, you know it's serious, but it's not critical. But critical condition means it's, it's really critical. Then serious condition, and then sometimes they say they're in stable condition. Stable condition, which means... Uh, they're in stable conditions and, and we've stabilized them. And then sometimes you hear them saying, well, they sent them home. They had none life-threatening injuries and they went home. But now notice that they have a, a place where they put people that are sick and that are injured more. It's called ICU. And they put them there so they can be under uh, the care of the nurses, the doctors, so they can really monitor them and do the things they need to do because of the fact that uh, they are seriously sick. And so what we have to understand is all hurt is not the same. All hurt does not deal, you can't deal with all hurt the same. Everyone, uh, people can be hurt in a car. It can be a car accident or something. People can be hurt, but one person may get killed. One person may get injured. Other person may walk away and they were in the same accident but they had different injuries. And so sometimes we have to understand that hurt comes from a different angle sometimes. Hurt is not always the same. These indicate the condition of the person. So when we look at hurt, hurt is not the same, neither can it be diagnosed the same way. We can't always put the same spin and the same tag on hurt. You can't always put the same spin and the same tag on hurt. Uh, sometimes, have you ever seen people that say they were hurt or in pain? And I'm talking about pain now, but when they were in pain and, and they'd be going through so many changes, you'd be like, oh my God, can't nobody be in that kind of pain until pain hits you. And then you start understanding, oh my God, pain is real. And so you don't diagnose it the same way. Things are different. For some of us, we've been hurt, but it has not been critical. We haven't been in critical condition when we were hurt. And I'm talking about your feelings, your emotions, whatever. You were not in critical condition. Someone else was hurt and they were in critical condition. We were in critical condition or we were hurt and somebody else got hurt and they were not in the same place or they may have gotten hurt in the same place, hurt in the same place, but they deal with it totally different from what we do. Sometimes we try to play down hurt because we dealt with our hurt and moved on. 
quickly. Some of us, uh, it all depends sometimes on who hurt you. It all depends on who the person and what they meant to you. It all depends on what the situation was and how what they really meant in your life. And so if they didn't mean a lot, sometimes you brushed it off and went on. But if it was someone that was close to you and they hurt you, then you dealt with it a little differently. And sometimes you moved on quickly and sometimes you didn't. But now there are other people that got hurt that don't move as quick as you and I. They don't move over it as quick as we do. And we have to respect a person that may be hurting. Uh, and I'm not talking about church hurt right now. I'm going to get to that in a minute. That may be hurting that we have not given them space. We, we just play it down as though, oh, it's nothing. Get over it. There's some people we get over things quicker. There's some people we don't. There's some people that don't. There's some people that can deal with things. And there's some people that say, I can't deal with it. Uh, it, again, it all depends on who the person is. If it's someone dear to you, close to you, if it's someone right there that you trusted, believed in, and they hurt you, then sometimes that hurt is a little deeper hurt. It's a more critical hurt. It's a more serious hurt. And sometimes it's not as easy to get over that hurt as the other hurt. But then there's some people that hurt you. It don't even bother you. I mean, you'd be like, oh, well, whatever. Life goes on but you don't treat everyone the same way. And so we have to understand that we cannot uh, downplay hurt and how hurt uh, really comes. We've got to deal with it in, in a manner to understand that there are different ways. So let's go over that again, that sometimes when you're in the hospital, critical condition, serious condition, stable condition, ICU, that means we, we need to really monitor you. We need to really check on you. And we have to understand in church, we've got people uh, and in life that have really been hurt and we really need to monitor them and keep uh, uh, abreast upon them. I just got through reading on my phone of uh, some basketball player, former basketball player for uh, UCLA, uh, posted something and it was his last post. Uh, I think he committed suicide or something. And so we have to understand that we're dealing with people that really have hurt. They're not... This is not about just uh, something with them. Now, I've seen a lot of people uh, hashtag church hurt, and they've had some fun with it. And some of them, I've laughed at it because sometimes you, you, you laugh at the thing that hurts you, and sometimes people are laughing to keep from crying. So we, we are not here to criticize those because everyone deals with hurt in a different way. But what are some of the things that can uh, happen to cause hurt? Well, we got to understand disappointments. Can cause hurt. You can be uh, disappointed, and disappointment can cause hurt. Uh, you can be lied to, and being lied to can cause hurt. People can promise you things and never come through with what they said they're going to do, and you sometimes maybe you don't know how to deal with that particular thing. Then you've got those being mistreated can cause hurt. It can cause you to react certain ways when you're mistreated because there are people that will mistreat you. There are people that will not only mistreat you, but they will take advantage of you. And so we have to deal with those things. This is not a church thing, uh, more or less. This is just a life thing because there are people that have been mistreated since they were young. There have been people that have been taken advantage of. There are people that are still dealing with things 
from their childhood. There are people that are still dealing with things from when they were young. There are people that are dealing with things for when their, their parents broke up or something happened in a marriage or something happened in, a, in their life and it had nothing to do with church. It was just something that happened and it hurt them. Uh, some people are still dealing with the loss of a loved one. They have not got over the hurt of dealing with the loss of a loved one. And so we have to understand there's some things that can hurt you. There are things that can trigger hurt in you. And we need to talk about it and not just in the context of just church. But now, even though you may be dealing with hurt, you have to understand that you can't allow hurt to make you act out of character. Because one thing about hurt, hurt uh, can make you act out of character. I don't care who you are. Uh, I don't care how long you've been, whether you've been in church or not in church. Uh, hurt can make you act out of character. It can make you uh, do things and say things that you normally wouldn't say. It can make you go into places that you normally wouldn't go. And so we have to deal with those things. And that is not something you can put on anybody else. That's something that we as individuals must deal with. We must deal with the fact that I've got to make sure that I, this thing that I'm experiencing, this hurt that I'm experiencing, that I will not allow it to make me act out of character or make me step out of the place that I, I, I shouldn't that I shouldn't go and be in. And sometimes you, you can do that. It's it's possible. And I want to say that it is possible for you to act out of character. It's possible for you to do some things and, and that you wouldn't normally uh, do. So acting out of character, don't allow hurt to make you act out of character. Uh, the next thing we have to deal with hurt. And again, I said, I'm going to deal with church hurt at the end. And this is not even about church hurt. This is about hurt straight across the board. In every area of your life, we're talking about hurt on the job. We're talking about hurt in the marketplace, the workplace, wherever it may be, school, family, whatever it may be that has nothing to do with church, not even connected to church. We're just talking about how it can affect you. Uh, you've got to deal with hurt to the place that you take time to deal with your hurt and be healed. One of the things that if you notice, whenever you have surgery or whenever you're hurt, one of the things that the doctors always say to you is don't go too fast. Make sure that you take time to heal. And one of the things that we don't do a lot in our lives and in church is we don't take time to heal. We don't take time to allow ourselves to be healed. And when we don't take time to allow ourselves to be healed, usually what happens is because we have not taken time to allow ourselves to be healed and to be free, what takes place is uh, we, we sort of try to minister to others out and through our hurt. And sometimes our hurt comes out more than our victory, comes out more than our deliverance. And so when we go to ministering, we're ministering out of hurt. So we say stuff out of hurt. We act out of hurt. We respond out of hurt because we have not taken time to allow ourselves to be healed from the hurt. And so we've got to do that. We've got to take time to allow ourselves to be healed. You must give yourself time to be healed. You got to give yourself time to be healed. And that's in every area. I've seen people, I remember once I had a member that had had surgery and uh, she wanted to get out the house so bad. She said, I'm, I'm uh, Pastor, I just need to get out of here. So she, she, 
she wanted to go to Walmart. So I said, you don't need to do that. And she just went on to Walmart and she got to the front door and she found out that she wasn't healed like she thought. And she had to get back in the car and go back home. I remember in 2005, I broke my, uh, what was it? My right ankle. And um, after the surgery, uh, having surgery, I had to stay in the house for four weeks. I couldn't go out. And i never forget in that four weeks, I wanted to get out so bad and uh, having that thing on and oh my God, I was like, oh, the first two weeks were the worst. I, I was going crazy. I just wanted to get out the house and uh, I, I was just going to make myself be okay. But I found out even after I got the cast on and I was able to get out and move about, there were some things I was limited from doing. Why? Because uh, I was still hurt. And so sometimes you got to allow yourself time to be healed. Sometimes you need to take your own sabbatical. Sometimes you need to take your own step back. Sometimes you need to pull back your own self and say, I can't do it right now. I got to go and get myself healed. Whether I got to sit and listen at somebody or whatever I got to do, I got to go get healed because if I don't get healed, I'm going to be ministering out of my hurt. I'm going to be talking to people out of my hurt. I'm going to be dealing with people out of my hurt. And usually uh, you hear them saying that hurt people hurt other people. And sometimes you may not uh, intentionally do it. It was not your intentions to do it, but the mere fact that you did it, the mere fact that you were hurt, the mere fact that you were angry. And that's why it's always good sometimes to take time to just get to yourself when you feel those things. That's why sometimes you don't need social media. You don't need to talk to nobody. You need to get by yourself and just chill. Get by yourself, pray. Get by yourself and just get some quiet time think some things through because it's always good to do that and uh, and and give yourself time to heal. Uh, the next thing, hurt. Uh, when, you, when you get hurt, that's why you have to understand what hurt is. Hurt can cause you to be displaced. Hurt can cause you to get out of the place you should be in. Hurt can put you in a whole different place that you probably should not be but it can get you displaced because you're hurt. And when you're hurt, there are people that have been hurt. They've said the wrong things when they hurt. They, they've done the wrong things when they were hurt because they were hurt. Hurt can affect your health. Uh, you, can, you can get to the place if you don't get healed from it, that hurt can affect your health. It can affect what you do, how you deal with people, how you deal with things. That's why you have to allow yourself to get healed from the hurt. Allow God, allow yourself some time to be healed because hurt can do that. Hurt can cause you to fight with your words and with your deeds. If you don't take time to be healed, if you don't take time to let uh, healing take place from your hurts and those things that have crushed you, disappointed you, those things that you feel that people have taken advantage of you, if you don't allow yourself to do it, hurt can cause you to fight with your words and to fight with your deeds. And sometimes when you, you put words out, uh, words are like spirits. Uh, words, uh, you know, you can't, sometimes you can't take words back. You can't withdraw words. Once you've said some things, even though you apologize, sometimes you can't pull them back. That's why it's good sometimes to stop before you do it and think about it because there's some words you can't pull back. Some words, they, they, once they're out there, they, they're like blades, they're like swords, they're like things that cut and they cut to the core. They cut to the naked meat. They cut to the white meat. And you, you just, you know, you have to understand that those things happen. And so uh, 
you know, hurt and cause you to do that. So you have to take time with your words and be able to do that. And I pray and trust that someone that's listening at me and someone that will hear me, someone that will share this, to understand that all of us have dealt with hurt in one way or another. Maybe my hurt has not been your hurt. Maybe uh, I, have, I was hurt in one area and you were hurt in another area. But all of us have to deal with it because understand, if you're in life, if you're in this life, you're going to deal with disappointment and hurt somewhere. Uh, those of you that are watching, you need to go and watch my uh, video from two weeks ago. Uh, the last two weeks, I believe, I dealt. It's on dlmartin.org, uh, dlmartin.org. Go look at it and click live stream. I dealt with how to deal with conflict in ministry. Also, you'll find a, a podcast there for that. And uh, then I dealt with, uh, Lord, help me. I become bitter while working in ministry. You really want to li listen at that because a lot of this ties in our hurt and our bitterness and our frustration that comes out because we've been hurt, it comes out and you uh, want to really uh, hear this and deal with it. So go to dlmartin.org, uh, go to the live stream there. You'll see all these live that I've done on, on, on Wednesdays and it'll bless you. All right, I'm coming to a close. Let's deal with the church hurt. Let's deal with church hurt. Now I wanna first of all say church hurt is real. I want you to understand it's real. I, I'm not downplaying it. Uh, I know there are people that have come on and said, you know, church hurt is this and then, and ain't no church hurt. Uh, people, listen, church hurt is real. It's a real thing. And there are many people that have been hurt in church. And there are many people that they don't go to church anymore. And we've said, well, they're not saved. They weren't saved in the first place. Uh, it's easy to say that uh, until you experience some, some of these hurts that can cause you to, to lose focus. And if you're not rooted in ground that you will do that. But now when you start really dealing with church hurt, we must understand that the word of God talks about, uh, the word of God talks about hurt from uh, when we deal with it. When you read in the word, the word covers everything and it deals with hurt within church. It deals with church hurt. It deals with from uh, whom it's more li most likely to come from. Now understand, some of you get hurt on your job, some of you get hurt with family members, some of you get hurt with people in relationships or whatever. Those are the people you deal with. But now most of the time, if you get hurt dealing with church, it's because we deal with people in church. And sometimes the reason we get hurt in church is because we have this thing believing that everyone is the same, everyone has the same values, everyone believes the same way, and that is one of the things that have hurt us because that's not true. There are people that believe different ways and some people even raise different ways. You would think that the Spirit of the Lord would touch them and the Holy Ghost would do all that that we say, but there's some people, uh, they just, they have a whole different belief system and they do things differently. And what you think people would act uh, a certain way, they don't act the way you or I would act in certain situations. And so we have to deal with that. But David talked about it and I'm going to share this. David talked about church hurt. He talked about it in the scripture. It's in the Bible where David talked about being hurt and uh, being, being hurt in the church and where there was hurt that was given in the church. Uh, notice in, in Psalms 55 and verse 12, 13, and 14, uh, here's, what, here's what the Bible says. And... Um, he says, but it was not an enemy that reproached me, for then I could have borne it. 
neither was it it that hated me that didn't magnify himself against me. For then I would have hid myself from him. In other words, if it was someone that was my enemy, someone that didn't like me, someone that I knew didn't care about me, he said, you know what? I, I could have borne that. I could have dealt with that. And if it was someone that hated me, that magnified themselves against me, I could have dealt with that. I would have even hid myself. I wouldn't have put myself in position for them to do things. I wouldn't have put myself in position for them to, to, to come against me, to hurt me. It, it just wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't have put myself in that position for that to happen. And many of you know, if you know people don't like you, they don't care about you, you don't, you know, you may speak to them and talk to them, but you don't hang around them. You don't go to, over to their house. You don't go to eat. You don't hold conversations with them like that. You don't hang out with them like that because you know if they don't like me already, that they're liable to hurt me. They're liable to say something. They're liable to do something. So you don't deal with them that way because of the fact that you understand that uh, they, they don't like you anyway. So when he says in Psalms 55 verse 12, he said, you got to understand it was not an enemy that reproached me. If it was an enemy, I, believe me, I could have dealt with that. I would have brushed off and said, well, they don't like me no way, whatever. And uh, if it was he that hated me, and he would have magnified himself against me. I would have been, all right, whatever. I just would have hid myself from him. But notice in verse 13, he says, but it was thou, a man of my equal, he said, my guide and mine acquaintance, mine equal. He said, a man of my guide and mine acquaintance. It was someone that I was familiar with, someone that I knew, whether it was church or family or whatever. It was not an enemy that did this to me. It was not somebody I was not familiar with. It was somebody that was a man of mine equal, my guy, mine acquaintance. I, I, they, well, listen, we, we were right there. We were, when years ago, you used to call it Ace Coon Boom. We were, we, you know, the, whatever y'all call B, BFF or whatever. Oh, we were just there. And I've always said to you all that, you know, friends with ears today become enemies with mouths tomorrow. And so that take that, that can be wisdom. Uh, you know, you got to understand that sometimes you share too much uh, with people. You can share everything with people and understand if, if people put you in hell for what they heard about you, <laughs> they're going to burn you for what you tell them. So some stuff you got to keep to yourself. Just thought I'd throw that in. But he says, it was thou a man of mine equal, my guide and mine acquaintance. And then watch what he said in verse 14. We took sweet counsel together and walked unto the house of God in company. He said, we were together. We, we hung out together. We went to eat together. We were ordained together. Uh, we preached together. We sung together. We did all this stuff together. And he said, the one that did it to me was not an enemy. It was somebody that I was dealing with, someone I was familiar with, someone that we believed the same way we thought and I, I believe that was saved and all of us were saved together. And so understand he deals with uh, church hurt. He deals with those things will take place. They will happen. You will be hurt dealing in church. But I want to say to you that everyone uh, is, is sometimes you've been hurt in church, but we've got to start praying and, and asking God uh, to make sure that we're every with whole and we can't react. Uh, I'm not here to slam uh, the young lady 
at all. That's that's not my intentions. She's got enough of that. Enough of you all that are doing that and deep. That's I, I can't do that. And then some of you, it's not deep. You have your right to your opinion. I just refuse to do it. I'm praying for her and I'm praying for others because I've seen other people express their hurt and they've done it from the pulpit. They've done it sometimes in other ways and I've seen them express it. And we've got to pray for people that God, that they will allow God to give them time to be healed because sometimes you got to be healed. If you're not healed, if you're not healed, you're going to try your best to go through life and, and, and you're going to spew hurtful things at the wrong time. There's some people that's been hurt in relationship that's still talking about their, uh, their ex, 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 and they're still talking about them. talking about them bad. Some of them get over the pulpit. Some of them uh, do things publicly and talk about them and uh, all of those things. And here, here's what I say to us. And I want you to hear me carefully. I really want you to hear what I'm about to say. I found out that most of us, when we talk about forgiveness, you know, we sometimes judge about whether a person is sincere in their forgiveness. I don't know. Only God knows that because he judges the heart. But now the thing I think that bothers me sometimes is we are quick to forgive people outside of the church but we're not good at forgiving people inside the church. Let me explain. Sometimes if a person comes off the street, they were alcoholic, drug addict, or whatever they may have been, prostitute. When they come in, many times if they come in and we pray for them and God saves them and they get delivered, Christ comes into their life, they are free and set free. We will talk about that for months, sometimes years. We'll even use them as references in our testimonies, in our messages. God saved Sister uh, Banana. God saved Brother Apple. And he was on drugs, but the Lord saved him. And, and they were out in the street living a hard life, but God brought them in and brought them through. And we will talk about that because we say, oh my God, look what God did. We'll put it on Facebook and everywhere. But we don't have that same response from people that have been among us and with us that may have been struggling or the enemy uh, tricked them or whatever you want to call it. I don't care what you want to call it, whichever way you put it, they, they messed up. And they sometimes, whether they were caught or whether they just came and said, look, I messed up, I need some help. Our response is so much different from the person that we pray for that came off the street. Our response is like, I knew they weren't saved all the time. I knew it wasn't nothing but a devil. I, I knew it was some child. Why is our response so different? Where is our forgiveness? Where is our power? Where is the Bible? Where is Galatians? Where is, if any man be overtaken in a fault, ye that are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. You never know what you, what's going to happen to you. It may not be the same thing as somebody else, but who knows what it may be. And where are the spiritual people at? Where are those that are spiritual? Where are the ones that know how to deal with people that are hurt? How many can do that? I'll say this and I'm done. I'll never forget years ago, there was a friend of mine that was a tremendous choir director. I won't say what city it was in. 
but was a great choir directress and uh, some things happened at this church that uh, she was at and and she almost got in trouble and went to jail and stuff uh, doing some helping out and doing some things for people and she just stopped going to church I mean just stopped going to church said I'm not going to church anymore and when I was running revive I was in the city and I asked about it because she had such a talent and such a gift and uh, they said well we haven't seen it and somebody I asked somebody could you find her for me get a number and uh, they got a number and I called her and I said to her I said uh uh, you've been on my mind. I've been thinking about you. How are you doing? And she began to talk about it. And she told me about the things that happened. So I said, when's the last time you've been to church? She said, I haven't been to church in a while. And I said to her, I said, well, you know, I'm in revival this week. I want you to come. And she was sort of reluctant. She said, but a lot of people know what happened. I said, I don't care what they know. No one's going to bother you this week. I'm here. No one's going to mess with you. I want you to come to the revival. She came to the revival. God blessed her. And thank God today. She's back in church. Sometimes we've got to understand our job is to go get people. I know they've been hurt. They've been, oh, they've been crushed and they'll tell you. But those of us that are spiritual, those of us that say we have the power of God has got to go back and bring people back in. We've got to go and, and deal with people, pray for them, bring them back because somebody may have to come get you. You never know what's going to happen. Sometimes you're hurt. I've made it my point. Uh, God put uh, this in my spirit years ago. Restoration, restoration, restoration. I have a, a member of my church. One of them is deceased. But I remember my church. They were in church and some things happened. They had left church and got out of church. And just uh, some happened. One of my uh, sisters saw them and they were asking about me. And they said, you are, uh, they told me I had started the church. I was appointed to a church. And they, they, Ask if they come. Did you want? Do you think he would mind if I come? Said no. And he came to church, brought his family. They came to the service, came to church, and never left. Joined, never left. And and he had been in the clubs and everything. Turned out to be one of my best deacons. But we went in and went and we showed him love. Uh, didn't even want to go through all the stuff that he had been through and everything. Uh, I believe that we've got to understand that church is a place of restoration. It's a place that we help people. It's a place that we bring people in. Those that are hurting, those that are dealing with real hurt, uh, you know, let's stop acting like people have not been hurt. Oh, just we've dealt with it different ways. I haven't done the things that other people have done. I've been hurt many times in church, but I, I don't go through no changes about it because I, I've learned that it's a part of what goes on. It's a part of life. And so we deal with it and we move on. But I want us to understand tonight, again, and as uh, I want you to go, I, I really need you to go to my website, dlmartin.org. You need to look at how to deal with conflict. Some of us, we need to learn how to deal with each other better and uh, deal how to deal with each other. And then the other, Lord, help me because I've become bitter while working in ministry. We need to be able to help each other. So again, let me just do a quick uh, review and I'm going to pray and we're going to be done. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, some people are in critical condition in hurt. Some people are in serious condition. Some people are in stable condition. Some people are in ICU. And we've got to go in. We're the doctors. We've got to go in. And we've got to help people come out of their dilemmas. We've got to understand that uh, sometimes you can diagnose and you, uh, you can't just say, well, people are not in pain. 
you never know what kind of pain they're in. Uh, I used to sometimes say, people can't be in that kind of pain until pain hit me. And then I understood, oh my God, this is really hurting. I never knew pain felt like that. And so, you know, you can be mistreated and people can do things to you but and take advantage of you. Those things happen. But I want you to do this last thing as we get ready to pray. There are two things I really need you to do and I really need you to concentrate on. Those of you that can help people get back to God, get back to the church, by all means do that. I, you, people are going to criticize you because they'll say, I don't understand why you would help them out. If we don't help them, where are they going to get help at? Jesus said to Peter, will you leave me also? <laughs> where am I going? I can't go nowhere. You got the words of eternal life. If we don't help them, where are they going to get help? I need to ask you that. If we don't help them, where are they going to get help? So there are two things I need you to do as we close in on this tonight. I need you to take time to deal with your hurts. And give yourself time to be healed. Give yourself time. Don't try to minister through your hurt. Because sometimes it's not a good thing. And you can come off and you can hurt other people. Because you're ministering out of bitterness. And you're not delivered yet. You're not healed. So sometimes you have to be healed from those things. Well I pray and trust that you've got something tonight from this. I pray and trust that it has blessed you and... Uh, I want you to uh, just tonight, uh, we're going to pray, and I just want you to, uh, you know, just share this with your followers, even after it's over, share it with somebody. If you've got comments, make comments on them. I'm not here fighting. I'm not here fighting anybody. Uh, I believe everyone has a right to their opinion. These are just my points. These are my views. Uh, this is not to fight anybody. I'm not in the fighting game. I'm, I'm too old for fighting and going through changes. But I am into restoration and restoring people's lives because I believe that everyone has a chance. Let's pray. Father, we thank you and we give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise tonight. I thank you for everyone that's watching this. I thank you for everyone that's going to watch. I thank you for those on Periscope, Twitter. Thank you for those on YouTube. Thank you for those on Facebook. Thank you for those on dlmartin.org. God, everyone that's watching this, everyone that will share it, everyone that will watch it later. God, I pray tonight that you would touch. There's so many that are hurting, so many that are hurting in silence, so many that can't talk about their hurts, so many that have not shared their hurts. There are those that have even made fun of hurt because they have to do that to keep from crying. But God, I pray tonight that you would heal us from our hurts. I pray that you would give us uh, what we need, God, you're able to heal us from our hurts. You're able to deliver us. You're able, God, if we come to you sincerely, you're able to give us strength that we may be healed. And I pray for healing tonight. I pray, oh God, that you would heal that pastor, heal that preacher, heal that evangelist, heal that missionary, heal that bishop, heal that one, that singer, heal that director, heal that directress, heal that prophet, heal that apostle. God, I pray that you heal that church member. God, I pray that you heal those that are dealing, not just in church, but dealing with hurt on their job, in the marketplace, healing, dealing with hurt in their families. I pray for your touch tonight. 
God, you're going to heal them. And God, not only heal them, but they're going to know they're healed because nothing will pop up in their spirit when they see the individual, when they talk to the individual, nothing else will come up. They're going to be healed thoroughly from it. We thank you tonight that there will be no bitterness. There will be no thing lingering and no residue of bitterness hanging in their spirit and causing them to speak in ways they shouldn't speak. Help us tonight. And then God, I pray that you would touch those of us tonight. Give us to reach out to those that we can cause restoration to come in their lives. Oh, help us to be able to pray somebody back in, bring somebody back into the kingdom, bring somebody back into the fold that is left. Help us to be those ones that can cause uh, a restoration to come in their lives. Hallelujah. And we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor and we thank you and we bless you for it now. In Jesus name, thank God. Amen. Now I pray tonight that you will, uh, I pray that the Lord will bless you and I pray that the Lord will continue uh, to move for you as we are uh, praying tonight and we're believing God. I'm praying that God would touch somebody. I want you to reach out to somebody that you know has left church. They're not in church anymore. Reach out to them. Encourage them to come back to church. Encourage them to come back to God. Encourage them. Let them know no matter what happened. I don't care how many people may have hurt you. God hasn't done anything to you. And the one that you really want on your side is the Lord. And if he's with you, that's the, really the thing that matters. God bless you tonight. Thank you so much for joining me. Don't forget, share this. If you're on Facebook, uh, share it. Uh, tag somebody in it even after it's over. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to my channel and uh, just click the bell so you know when notifications come. If you're watching me on Periscope, please let me know. And uh, those of you that are watching me on Twitter, you share it with somebody also. Well, until next week, we'll be back. Uh, you see my information on the screen. Go to it, uh, dlmartin.org. Uh, my email address is there. If you want to reach out to me, got my cash app if you want to bless me and be a blessing to the ministry, my PayPal. And if you want to bless us there, we would really appreciate it. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you is my prayer. Thank you so much for joining me tonight as we talked about her. Thanks for joining Pastor Martin. Visit us at www.dlmartin.org or email us at rrcdmartin at gmail.com.